Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. Like what you heard? Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening from. Need extra support? Join The Exchange, a membership community just for group practice owners with monthly office hours, live webinars, and a library of trainings ready for you to dive into. Visit www.members.thegrouppracticeexchange.com forward slash exchange. See you next week. Need a new accountant or bookkeeper? Meet Green Oak Accounting, an accounting firm that works specifically with private practices. They do all of your accounting needs from budgeting to accounting to bookkeeping and payroll to building your dashboard. On top of that, they can help you set up your profit first systems. Go to greenoakaccounting.com and mention the group practice exchange for $100 off your first month. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is an online EHR, practice management, and billing software designed for mental health professionals. Therapy Notes has everything you need to manage patient records, schedule appointments, create rich documentation, and bill insurance right at your fingertips. They offer free and unlimited live support seven days a week. Their streamlined software is accessible wherever and whenever you need it. To get two free months, go to www.therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange. TGPE has a few new programs focusing on starting a group practice, scaling a group practice, and creating a legacy for your group practice. If any of these sounds like the track you're on, you can find more about our programs by going to work with Maureen tab on our website and clicking the programs button to find out which one best fits your needs and to join the waitlist. Hope to see you there. Hey everyone, today I'm going to be talking about my favorite or most important part of my recruiting strategy. Um, So this is a personal opinion piece and it's going to be more relevant to more established and larger group practices just because what is most important to me when it comes to onboarding and recruiting has shifted as my business has grown. So for some of the startup or smaller group practices, this might not feel as relevant um, because it's something that's become important as my group practice grew larger. So I find that the most important part of our recruiting and interviewing strategy is having a recruiting and onboarding team lead, someone who is actually in charge of that. And um, obviously when we're smaller group practices. We typically, as the group practice owner, are the person that's doing the recruiting and the onboarding. Um, and then when we get to this like mid-sized level, we might have our clinical director or our supervisor, whoever we choose to bring first into leadership. They might play a role or take a hand in the recruiting and onboarding process, but you typically are still the lead. Um, and that supervisor or that clinical director often has other things that are part of their job description, right? Doing supervision or managing the clinical team. And what I found uh, was when I made the jump a handful of years ago to um, bringing in a recruiting and onboarding team lead whose sole focus in that role was to um, come up with recruiting strategies, test those recruiting strategies, 
um, make sure that they are seeking out candidates that are in line with our missions and value, mission and values, um, doing those initial interviews and then handing them off to our supervisors, and then also really holding their hand through our 90-day onboarding process. We found that our staff that were hired were in a space to be more successful and more in line with what we needed over when I was doing them myself because I was doing, as all, all of you guys know, everything, right? We're running the business. We might be seeing clients. We're maybe supervising or working with our leadership team on top of trying to ensure that the business is stable and healthy. And when we have so many pieces or tasks or things that we have to do, we can't do all the things thoroughly and perfectly. And so um, for me, the the best thing that I did and the thing that I find to be the most um, helpful or important part of our recruiting and onboarding was bringing on a recruiting and onboarding team lead. Some of the things that our person does is that they uh, collaborate with our leadership team to make sure that they know what their hiring goals are for the year. They collaborate with our HR person to make sure that our job descriptions for all of the positions in our organization are up to date and accurate. They advertise for open positions, make sure that they're recruiting talent that actually aligns with their mission and values. Um, and they make sure that the candidates that they're that are coming in, that they're give, giving those really quality interviews, making recommendations related to hiring to our supervisors, um, because our supervisors do second interviews. And so this person really plays a pivotal role in ensuring that our supervisors don't get any interviewees unless the recruiting and onboarding lead has done the initial interview and feels like they're a good fit. By the time it goes to our supervisors, um, that person who is being interviewed has already been screened and is a good fit according to kind of the elements that that person, our recruiting person, is looking at. And then our supervisors are then looking at the clinical and workplace culture pieces. Um, Our recruiting and onboarding team lead is collaborating with our clinical director, our supervisors, our director of client experience, who is our head of the administrative team, to make sure that they can improve our overall client and employee experience. Um, They're also identifying areas that need improvement when it comes to recruiting, and they're the ones in charge of initiating those improvement measures. They forecast employee needs, right? Um, As a group practice grows, you know that there's turnover happens, feels like it happens more quickly because the more people you have, even if you have a 5% turnover, you're still going to have a handful of people leaving every year. And so this person is forecasting um, not only our growth strategy and how many um, new clinicians we need, but also is it making sure that they're aware of kind of the forecast of that year when it comes to just replacing those clinicians who also leave. Um, They're making sure that they're facilitating the new hiring onboarding process and orientation activities, training them in those first 90 days during the probationary period, making sure that they are setting them up for success, Um, and also making sure that all the employment paperwork is processed and that they're paneled with any insurance companies that we accept. 
Um, they're introducing those new hires to team members and making sure that those new hires are acclimated to our workplace environment and helping them build a sense of belonging. And they're making independent decisions regarding the management of the clinical team. So during those first 90 days, our onboarding person is also their supervisor. Um, their site supervisor, uh, after those first 90 days, the clinician gets handed off to the site supervisor because then they're fully trained and acclimated. But in those first 90 days, they're not only onboarding, but they're also providing that supervision, ensuring that their notes are um, well done, that they're completing their notes in a timely fashion, um, that they're playing um, a healthy role in the workplace culture of our group practice. And so we have a 90-day onboarding system that she built that ensures that she's screening week by week um, for those first 12 weeks, things that are really important to us. So like note timeliness and quality, um, how many intakes and are, are they getting each week and how many of those intakes are actually rescheduling to a follow-up appointment. Um, they're looking at the administrative parts that our clinicians have to engage in. They're looking at retention rate. They're looking at the culture that they're how how they're contributing to the culture of our business are they engaged in any of our practice culture building activities are they communicating um, through email or whatever methods that we communicate with our team in a timely manner um, and then they're also doing self reports making sure that the clinician is able to self report each week how they're feeling what their struggles have been um, all the positives and negatives in a self report as well as an onboarding report where they're just writing up, you know, how they feel that that person is acclimating to our workplace. And it gives us a really robust sense of where that person is at at the end of those first 90 days. So to me, the onboarding and recruiting team lead is our most valuable and important part of our recruiting strategy because it's intentional. And this role has the actual time to... Um, not only do this work, but also do some strategy uh, themselves around how to better their the recruiting process and how to look at best practices and best places to um, look for potential candidates. And these are all things that take a lot of time that tend to be um, sort of put on the back burner when we as group practice owners are doing the recruiting or when we're kind of adding this piece to an existing person's role, like a clinical director or a supervisor who has other uh, things that they're supposed to be doing. Um, I hope this was really helpful for, for those of you that don't yet have an onboarding and recruiting team lead or uh, whatever similar title you have. Um, think about what are the biggest struggles that you're having when it comes to recruiting and onboarding new clinicians. And it's probably very likely related to um, the inability to find candidates or finding candidates but not having enough time to effectively train and onboard them. Probably 90% of the issues that you're having in your recruiting strategy relate back to the fact that you don't have someone dedicated to doing the recruiting and interviewing and onboarding for you. And so it might be time to do that. All right, see you next week. TGPE has a few new programs focusing on starting a group practice, scaling a group practice, and creating a legacy for your group practice. 
If any of these sounds like the track you're on, you can find more about our programs by going to Work With Maureen tab on our website and clicking the Programs button to find out which one best fits your needs and to join the waitlist. Hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. Like what you heard? Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening from. Need extra support? Join the Exchange, a membership community just for group practice owners with monthly office hours, live webinars, and a library of trainings ready for you to dive into. Visit www.members.thegrouppracticeexchange.com forward slash exchange. See you next week.